Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Good day, everybody. We hope you are doing well. We're coming to you on a Sunday. We're changing it up today uh, because, obviously, a lot happening. Roma, they welcome Andrea Bellotti. They draw yesterday evening against Juve. So, Andy, let's just get into all of it because yesterday really was a tale of two halves, particularly within our Patron WhatsApp group, very quickly, thank you, all of our patrons. Yesterday, you got the full experience, tale of two halves, and you basically got the full bipolar effect of everybody within our group. Uh, first half, all of us were consuming, uh, over-consuming, I should say, the uh, beverage of choice, and then the second half, things re- <laughs> the mood just shifted. It really is truly like a pendulum, but... It's nonetheless entertaining. So thank you, all of you, uh, all of our wonderful patrons. It truly does mean a lot. It, your support, it allows us to do this, and we are truly, truly, truly grateful for it. So match first or Belotti first? I feel like there's not really much we can say about Belotti because this has been in the works for literally almost one month. I don't really know what we can add beyond it, uh, just beyond great acquisition, free transfer, the exact type of player who allows you to give somebody like Tammy Abraham a rest, and you're not going to drop off the overall level of the team significantly. I really don't know what sort of neg- negativity you can find in this deal, right? There's, we've had, we, we've exhausted, I think, all talking points. There, there's nothing, there's zero <laughs> downside to you this can't one, right? Say that. If you're saying that, then it's over, then I'm done. We're, we're going to record for 10 minutes and then I'm walking out the door. Uh, yeah, but there's not like, again, I hate doing like the, you always yeah. reference Stephen yeah, yeah, A. Smith. Not, there's I'm no not, reason to do it just to do it. I mean, no, this is a good deal. I, there's no I downside. Understand. I understand. It's, uh, it's though important to acknowledge that. Um, this is a significant improvement over, I don't know how many replacements we've had over the years in the attack. With do the not exception, Google the names. No, do, without, ju- without, don't without, do it. without the exception of, of Borja Mayoral, who I think surprised everybody and was not expected at all to have that kind of impact and emerged also as a, as a valid alternative to Jekyll because Jekyll uh, started to moan and was sent to the bench. And for a while there, it seemed like he was going to be sold to Juve. Remember that that whole chapter yeah. where, 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 you the know. The car outside of the bench. Outside the stadium, outside the stadium, ready to go with his agent, just with the with the car key inserted there, trying to, to check the engine if it's ready to go. Um, from Verona, I believe it was at, the, at Verona uh, to Turin, so not that long of a distance. And, um, you know, we've had so many names, so many names that came on uh, without any real conviction, without really any uh, knowledge of what they can bring to the table. I mean, I'm looking at, uh, you know, an aging Kalinic who was coming off a, a terrible uh, patch with 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 Milan and uh, terrible time at, at Atletico Madrid. Um, then obviously, how can we forget uh, De Frel who yeah. comes on to be uh, a backup striker ends up playing more as a winger, and his only goal is a penalty against Benevento. 
and on and on and, and chic and you know all that stuff here is a proven player a proven player in this league a player that has put on his back literally a a, a crappy team for years and years for seven so years he he's had to carry a torino that under rubano cairo refuses to do any sort of progress uh throughout the years and he comes in here he knows the league knows who he's playing with he knows pellegrini he knows dibala um He's, he's just, he ups the level. It's that kind of profile that we've always wanted there, right? We've always wanted somebody that can challenge the starting striker. The starting striker is Tammy Abram, but as we saw yesterday, and mind you, uh, that's a poacher's goal, and, and it's not a goal that you should take for granted. You know, mm. you walk out of that stadium with your uh, head held high also because of Tammy. So he had a crappy game, but that goal is worth a lot. The the need the Osvaldo complex, as <laughs> I so lovingly no, refer to on. it. You let's not come on. I'm, no, no. I mean, it's not. It's not a dig at him, though. Um, I, oh, I wow. guess it all depends how you view. Okay, football. I, I, I mean, Jose Mourinho clearly views it a different way than maybe a lot of us would, because we he scored a goal, so all of us are going to view his overall <laughs> output and performance as positive. No, no. Yeah, but, of course. Jose Mourinho does the right thing. He, he sees Correct. that it, it, you need more. You need more in a match like this of of uh, of this importance. Um, with the team struggling, you need that that player to make a difference to to start. You know, putting the team on his back to to holding up the ball, which was you know yesterday. Tammy is great at doing that. Yesterday he he wasn't doing any of it. He wasn't holding up the ball. Roma were not able to to build from the back and 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 let the team advance at least in the first half. And and um, with Belotti, you give somebody like Tammy that extra push. And Tammy mm. is that kind of player. You, you know, he, he acknowledges it in his own interviews when he's asked about Mourinho. He always says, you know, he he finds ways to to push me, to give give me those little pushes, to give me those little nudges. He doesn't compliment me because he thinks I can do more. You by bringing in somebody like Belotti, you're bringing in an extremely hardworking striker who's gonna do exactly that. He's gonna push the the starting attacker to to you know to a, a better place he's gonna he's gonna put tammy you know on on the verge of am i gonna start am i gonna mm. have another chance tomorrow or am i gonna sit on the bench is this guy the real deal or what and, and i think that the great thing about this deal is that you're taking a proven player a proven player in the league who knows everything about it so it's um and for that kind of role for a team that throughout the past year, was trying everything, was throwing Felix as a starting striker, was taking a chance on Shomurodov, who, and then sort of, but it was a half-hearted chance. And, and and then, you know, you you, you would have El Sharawi sometimes playing as a false nine. No, this time you bring in somebody that can really up the level of the whole team. Yeah, and if we want to touch, just touch upon very quickly the work rate i mean if there were, is one thing that i think jose Mourinho has pointed out at, and has been critical of uh, in terms of game the, the the game and the way of playing of tammy abraham it always seems to go back to the work rate he always even yesterday he kept referencing you have to do more you have to do more you have to do more you want to talk about a guy who does everything 
it's easy to look at, if you go back to the Euro last summer, if you look at how many goals he scored, it's not very impressive. I think it's two, maybe three. Somebody can correct me. I, I'm too lazy to Google it right now. Um, but the work rate that Andrea Balotti has is unbelievable. And you said carry a Torino team. I mean, that is no exaggeration. They have been so, so crap. So crap. And this guy, he, I mean, particularly in midfield, I mean, they have nothing. No creativity whatsoever mm-hmm. during his entire time. No, and, and the only support that he had throughout the years, I mean, he's had to play with Simone Zaza. Zaza. For, I think two, <laughs> right, two right. or three consecutive years, he's had to play with Simone Verdi, with, you know, with... I think at some point he had even uh, Juan Iturbe. Remember, Iturbe went for a long oh, spell wow, there. Yes. I think it was six months. Uh, that's the kind of <laughs> that, that's the kind of uh, you know personnel that he 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 was part of, and and he's had some crappy coaches, Mihailovic, Mazzari. Uh, you know, now with Juric there was something, but. This is a player that wanted more, wanted more, wanted to be part of something, you know, of of a team that builds. And, and Torino is yes. not that. Torino is famous for having a rich owner who refuses to invest not money, but just ideas into, into a project. And Roma are the opposite of that. Roma are trying to build something that makes sense, that works, that is a team that has a lot of work to do. And it's, I think it's a perfect setting for somebody like Belotti because he comes in here and yes, he's the backup to to Tammy. But that in this team, from what we heard yesterday, Mourinho say, that doesn't mean anything because he yesterday he was saying exactly that. He was saying, oh, you know, um, Karsdorp is not delivering. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. We have Selic coming in. Spinazzola is not feeling too good. Okay, we have Zaleski coming in. That's the... The idea is that, that the idea is to have everybody staying sharp, everybody staying focused. You can have your chance. You will have it. You have to make the most of it. And, and Belotti is that kind of player that if you give him that chance, if you if you give him the light of day, if you put him in a situation where he knows what the task is and, you know, that his his goal, his work has an ob- a concrete objective, then he'll deliver. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about lack of uh, concentration, not really delivering. That is probably the best way to sum up that first half yesterday. I thought we were in for a drubbing. I have to be honest with you. To have uh, Dusan Vlaovic score that goal, which, by the way, I mean, you want to talk about like perfect placement of a, of a free kick that was... <laughs> I mean that was, that, that, that was beautiful. It, it it really was. You have to you have to give the guy credit. No no Is goalkeeper in the world. Is that his first free kick goal with with Juve? I, I it just it, I I haven't seen. Say, him. I thought it was his first free kick attempt. I can't yeah, remember him. Yeah, I haven't him. seen him taking those, and and it was flawless. And he tried later yeah. on. It wasn't as good, but there is something there. But it, it, you know what? I felt like I felt like probably a lot of Lazio fans felt. In the last derby, when you know when <laughs> right, the two teams right, go right. up, and, you know, and you have that feeling of both both goals come from set pieces. The goal at the fifty six second that that uh, Abraham scores, 
you know, on a set piece, corner goal, corner kick from from uh, Pellegrini to to Abraham, and this well, the time delivery from Dybala was, I, I mean, oh no, okay, yeah, but oh, you're talking, no, you're oh, talking I, about. I'm sorry, yeah, you went back to Cremonese, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, yeah, no, yeah. I went back to I went back to the derby to the first match. Yeah. Oh, last, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. talking yeah, about sorry. the fact that uh, the the setup for this game for how it started that first half, you know, you I also felt a spanking. Incoming because the team after that goal in, in the within the first minute or so was they couldn't really wrap their heads around the the whole mm. energy of the stadium the opponent the the way all of a sudden you know you have a result going up against you and and it 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 looked very close to how Lazio looked in our last derby where Roma just completely annihilated them in the first forty five minutes and then the game was over yeah no Luckily, response. Yeah. Luckily here, luckily because why? Because Juve are completely inept in going forward. So mm. it's what I've been saying before the game. It's the, these two sides are complete opposites. Roma are uh, completely uh, the opposite of Juve in terms of going forward. Roma, when they get the ball and they feel comfortable, they have ideas going forward. Juve don't. So we were down one goal because Juve had no ideas. They it was it was a very static game. The Juve dominated possession. They had some chances. They could have scored, I think, two other goals um, easily. And uh, Roma, luckily, luckily, I don't even know if they know how they did it. Maybe Smalling, maybe some good. I don't know, good vibes from Mourinho, from uh, maybe he's consulted a magician or some sort, somebody that put a magic spell that in this switch situation allowed Roma to to not go uh, any worse than, than they did because the performance in the first half is really, it's, it's anonymous, it's what you don't want in these big games. And I thought I was surprised because I thought I was going to get the attitude that I got in the in the second half, I thought I was going to get it from the beginning, and instead we saw a team that once they 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 watched that ball go into the back of the net from Vlaovic, all of a sudden they sort of they just their minds went blank. Like, what are we supposed to do? Who are we? What are we going right. to do here? We are at Juventus Stadium. Oh my! Oh my God! Yeah, the the very concerning thing was in the first half. I mean, it didn't seem like, Andy, they could string together more than four, five passes in a row. They were completely inept in just about every department. If you remove Chris Smalling, who was undoubtedly one of the best on the entire evening, he he saved Roma on so many occasions, it seems like. You remove him, and and I, I, I fear as to what we could have potentially have been looking at. And ultimately, though, again, this was a match of two halves. The second half, we have the move of Jose Mourinho to revert to his preferred or what was his preferred in the first half of last season, the 4-2-3-1. And I think we would all agree there is a very clear difference on display. The players looked more comfortable. They looked more reassured in attack. Roma looked far more fluid. They they completely stopped doing the thing where they were just hoofing the ball 30, 40 yards to Tammy Abraham. I, I don't mm. know what the mindset was there. Were they trying to catch up Danilo? I didn't understand that, but they kept repeating it. Um, 
that's it, it was it was a weird setup especially with that defense that you've had yes. yesterday i mean you talk about exploiting a team that that was they were begging for it and roma were completely out of ideas yeah that was incredibly incredibly frustrating to see them do that um just because it looked like beyond that they had so few other ideas as to how to uh, proceed forward it looked like they were so unsure of themselves that they thought, okay, well, this is our only chance at scoring. If we, if we don't catch them out on this long, on a long ball, uh, we're not going to find the back of the net. I, I was very, conf- very confused as to the, uh, just the overall approach. I'm sure if they could go back in time, they would completely redo that. There's really no need as well to uh, speak too much on the midfield in the first half as well. I mean, Matic, Cristante, in that 3-4-2-1, if you just want to talk about profiles, in my opinion, that do not mesh well, do not seem coherent with each other, do not complement each other, those two are it. Uh, I, I think if you're going to stick in a match like that, the way it was being played, if you're going to use that 3-4-2-1, you... <laughs> You need somebody like Vinaldum. You need that box-to-box energetic presence at making runs through the middle, serving as a reference point, both in the front and the back, uh, in the center of the pitch. They just didn't have that. I don't know if I have any really long-term worries. It just seemed like they looked far better. I think everybody looked better, obviously, when they went to the 4-2-3-1. And at the end of the day, depending, depending on which website you looked at because i found this incredibly interesting um i saw some websites giving roma an xg of 1.5 i saw others uh giving roma just at one all of them had juve though at least half of a an xg goal below roma well yeah which is so fascinating to me it's fascinating, but that shows you how that statistic works because, you know, you take into account the difficulty level behind Vlahovic's free kick, and that's that's an exactly. unlikely goal. goal. And and if you look at Tammy Abraham's header, that I mean, you know, your daughter could score that header from that position. So immediately <laughs> right, the XG right, right. just climbs that. So it's um, it was, but, but it's true. The, it was a very odd game, to be honest. I mean, Juve were crap. The moment that Rabio injured himself, Juve went down. Like Rabio goes down, and Juve lose the presence that they had on the pitch. The moment yes. that Rabio goes out, the you, Roma somehow find a way to to start really imposing themselves. They make their presence felt. Uh, they start going, uh, you know, forward with with Selik. Um, I think uh, really embracing that role and embracing those minutes that that Mourinho was willing to give him. Zaleski also being a huge part of the comeback. Um, you you know the the midfield is is a midfield that you may want to see in other games. As you said, in this game, it just it it felt uh, very slow, very static. This game demanded more. These were two teams that are very that can be very slow. Roma can be very fast. If you give the ball to Pellegrini, to Dybala, to El Shrawi, Roma are rolling. Um, but if the team is struggling, if the team is struggling to, to create, to hold the ball, then to have those two together, um, it, it becomes problematic. And, and I thought... 
leading up to this game, I thought we were going to see a Roma team that that preserved the same kind of offensive uh, attacking attitude that we saw against Salernitana, Cremonese, and 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 exploited here because Juve are ex- exploitable in that department with 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 those defenders out there with the way that. They are insecure. They are an insecure team. They're still struggling to 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 really assume an identity with 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 Allegri in his second term, and um, it was the perfect situation, I think, for that. So I think we would have we would have seen that had Vlahovic not scored that goal because yeah. it, it just felt like oh there it goes that's the old Roma, and I think Mourinho was pissed at halftime because that was the old Roma. And and he right. knew that it was it was this is not what he wanted. This is not what he's worked, you know, so so hard and and so long on. This is this was exactly going back to that Roma that we saw the last time against Juventus, where Juve just go on a run and Roma don't know how to react, and um, and that's why he was so pissed off, and that's why he was also so satisfied once we we turned things around the second half, showed that. You know, oh my God! The, the the first half, forget it, scrap it. That's that's not us. This is us, and um, I think that if you put those 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 minutes that we saw from Roman, those quality minutes in the second half, that shows you that the original plan was definitely different. Um, another good thing that Roma are very reliable. Uh, when it comes to set pieces. This is fantastic. Mm. Under Mourinho, finally. I mean, remember how many times we complained on here when, you know, Jordan Vertu or there was a time where Lorenzo Pellegrini didn't know. He couldn't how even to take, take corners. Pieces. Remember those? Some of those they would go out Unbelievable. directly. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So many times useless, completely useless. And all these occasions, Roma were not able to score from set pieces. Mourinho comes in, that becomes our main strength. And, 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 and yes, you you know people may complain that oh look you know you've won these last two games on set pieces and ah oh, this is not convincing whatever, but if you can make that uh, a, you know a stable part of your of your game then then why the hell not and and you have those guys you have Tammy Abraham you have Chris Smalling for a reason that's the reason you win games like that you and you draw them so um, that's. That's that's exactly what you want. I think that the ultimately um, this will be a great game uh, to to look back on. This will be a great lesson. I hope that this can be sort of uh, another one of those classic Mourinho references where he's going to look back on it and make fun of us for our first half attitude and say, "Oh, this is this is crap compared to where we are now." That's really that's what I wish for. Yeah, that's what I think everybody wishes for too. And again, the 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 odd thing is, I mean, Roma were so bad in that first half that really the bulk and rightly so of uh, criticism and attention was on them. But if you just step back, I thought Juve were beyond some of the guys that you mentioned. Um, I thought Rabiot was good, but they were so bad. I mean, you want to talk about a team that just looks directionless. Uh, It's as if it's as if Allegri tells those guys to go out there and just just score, score a goal. He doesn't give them any direction, any setup. They look so confused as to who needs to be where. Zero uh, play from them. They have no identity of playing. 
at all. I mean, think about. Uh, I mean, it's but you know, it's a team. Uh, any team that brings in somebody like Zakaria and seven months later is looking to sell him, and then correct, you know, you, is benching him. A player of that caliber and a player who you know who signed for a huge salary came in as a free. I mean, that's that's uh, it's insane. It's insane because it shows. Um, a completely different Juve than the Juve that we saw for so many years dominate Italian football. And that's why I thought this was the perfect game for Roma to just keep rolling. Um, maybe it, it wasn't what we got, but it certainly shows that um, there are still tendencies and fears that this team has. They still have demons that they're fighting and uh, the, the, that thankfully they managed to overcome in this game because that shows that the team is uh, is growing that we, there there has been an improvement from the last Juventus game that we played right well that's what i said in my post match reaction podcast for the patrons that you know roma have gone from a team where even when they play if they play bad there's just no hope i mean think about the matches with you know, especially under fonseca I mean, if they play played poorly, they they were never winning ever. Um, <laughs> now with Jose Mourinho, they at least have um, the self belief. They have the attitude. They have um, they have the resources to go out there and overturn a poor result. I mean, if if you look at it, I somebody would have to do the research on this one, but I would have to imagine if you were to compare. The number of points Roma had won, have won under Jose Mourinho after going down a goal, I would have to imagine it's two, three, four times, maybe even higher, that of Paolo Fonseca. In fact, I almost distinctly remember a very odd statistic out there about when uh, Roma go down a deficit in goal under Paolo Fonseca. Their, their, their point return was just something abysmal, something you wouldn't even believe. Now you completely flip it on its head, and that has nothing to do with, um, you know, uh, this player being at a significantly higher level than that player. That has to do with attitude. That has to do with the manager. That has to do with belief. That is all about character. And you have a lot of guys who are here playing under Jose Mourinho that were here under Paulo Fonseca that are at the heart of Roma turning around these results. And I think that just goes to further enhance, uh, highlight, improve all of the work that Jose Mourinho has done thus far. I, I mean, going down one to zero in Torino, I just don't see the path of Roma coming back under Eusebio, De Francesco, Paolo, Fonseca, whoever. I mean, there is a very, uh, very, very clear difference in the attitude of this team. And I think that is the most important thing that. Mm -hmm. You are able to attain, because we have to say this too, we have to admit this. I would say most of the time, how many times out of 10, eight or nine? I know Jose Mourinho said, if you were to give me the point right now, I wouldn't take it. I would say most of us though, the supporters who, I don't know, haven't, uh, you know, won five, five, six European trophies, five European tro trophies like Jose Mourinho, we're probably, probably going to snatch that one point out of your hand without even thinking. We're not even right. I mean, I mean, most of us view this as a good result. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that anybody's lamenting. You know, in in light of in light of uh, maybe Juve's uh, recent uh, you know arc with with Allegri, maybe you 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 know like like me, you you 
before the game, you could have said, "Oh, um, they can they can win this," and I think they they could have. But but the the you know the the ultimate result is something that you still look back on on all those times and all those performances that we saw in that damned stadium, and yeah. you think to yourself, "Well, this is this is something. This is this is really something. This is." a big improvement over what we saw, especially given the, the the start to the game, the way the things seemed to unfold, and the fact that the team managed to put a stop to it and right. turn things around to to their advantage is is really it's it's something that we hadn't seen in a long time in this context, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um okay, let's leave it there. We will be back in a few days. Um this is where, again, Roma, the schedule, the calendar becomes a bit chaotic. So we will be back ahead of matches, after matches to break everything down. Um, but we will leave it there for this one. Chat with you in a few days. Until next time, ciao.